welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 57. I am Night Lord. I am here to wish you a happy birthday. You guys want to hear a funny story? Of course. About Night Lord? Yes. So, my daughter's having a play date, and her best friend is over, and they're just, you know, being kids, goofing off. And they're in my daughter's playroom, and she has a dollar store Jason mask. That I bought a bunch of them for a Halloween party years ago so kids could decorate them with glitter glue and stuff. So her friend gets on this hockey mask, puts on uh, bunny rabbit pajamas, and then kicks in my office door and goes, I am Night Lord. I'm here to wish you a happy birthday. And then walks away. <laughs> oh, that's a one- oh, that's amazing. She's a five-year-old girl, six-year-old. That, that's awesome. No concept of who Jason is. I have no clue where Night Lord came from. I'm guessing it's her father's gamer tag or something. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I feel like I want to draw this. But, um, I mean, what's what's everybody's gamer tag? Do you guys have gamer tags? Uh, not really. I mean, like, it's just my email, like, Zarakis. I've used that since, like, God, since I was, like, 15. I'm Titty Taco Master 69. <laughs> not really I, I am dr blood pump <laughs> he, he is it's true <laughs> um yeah i just have like i have only played online a handful of times and it's just my email um i played friday 13th and died within minutes and i was like ah, i hate this <laughs> oh what a great game that is though yeah what uh what's up everybody eh meh yeah. Yes. I hear you got cooties, Mike. How you doing? Uh, the COVID, it finally got me. It's not fun. So I got a question for you guys. Mike, you work at a hospital, so I'm just, you're like a doctor. <laughs> far far <laughs> yes. from it, but yes. <laughs> Can you get COVID if you're putting another man's feet in your mouth? Uh, I uh, an Italian horror movie screening buffalo <laughs> um i'm sorry i was a little distracted by ed mcmahon um <laughs> i mean i guess it depends on if you're still breathing out of your nose right <laughs> yes um uh, i don't know why it's ed mcmahon commentating on COVID, but it is anyways mike cuts his toenails that's all <laughs> um, indeed i do mike and i went to see the beyond at thursday night terrors mike was feeling fine yep we both inhaled way too much five guys we had a great time the print was like pristine um, oh yeah i've never seen a print look and sound that good um we all bought a bunch of stuff everybody went home and then mike was like i got covid yep uh, I feel fine. I'm still testing negative, but I've got some sort of cold from Zoe. 
So it's I, just like you can't win. But according to the 17 COVID tests I've taken, I'm negative. I, I just hope it keeps testing negative for you. Because, like, for me, like, it was literally six days and 11 tests of all negative. Then that evening on the on the sixth day, I tested again before going to work and I had a very slight positive line. And I'm like, what the frick happened? Like, you know, it's it's been over five days. They they say like, if, oh, if it's been three days and you're still testing negative, you're fine. This was the sixth day and 11 tests in and everything was constantly negative. So who the fuck knows with this stuff anymore? It seems to be um, a crapshoot. Is that 10 days you're supposed to wait? Does that start when COVID starts or does that start when you first had contact? The the 10 days, it's supposed to be like once you get COVID, yeah, you're supposed to be, it's what, five days as long as you're symptom free and then you have to like mask for another five days. So against your will, you're being forced to use that sick time finally. No, actually, here's the funny thing. Uh, there's COVID pay which I had no idea existed because they've pretty much robbed us of every other bit of uh, COVID relief fund that came our way. Yeah. Um, which is a whole nother story. But yeah, when I, when I called my boss on Friday, he was like, all right, well, I'm going to put you down for COVID pay. And I'm like, what do you mean? COVID? I was like, I have like 450 hours of PTO. And he's like, Oh no, no, this doesn't come out of your PTO. This is a separate fund. Like you have to get, you know, checked by employee health, but as long as you know, you have a positive, uh, positive test, then yeah, then you're going to get paid from the COVID fund. I was like, oh, all right, cool. So, so dude, you a much deserved break. Yeah. I just wish I felt better. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Like you're deathly ill and you may like die, die. <laughs> but no. like you're being paid to stay home, sleep and, and play, play video, video games. games. Yeah. And that's... your, your wife and son can't come near you. Pretty much, yeah. I'm, Are they I'm sliding food under the door, kind of thing, or um, kind of like they've. Uh, my wife has been, uh, you know, masking up and then bringing food upstairs and then, you know, kind of leaving it for me, and I'll, I'll go out and get it. Um, I feel like you know, Castle Freak. I'm just kind of like locked up in the room. But oh, uh, Georgie, <laughs> yeah. Did you bite your Nicholas thumb off yet? Not yet. See, not yet. You absolutely should have gotten her to wear a grimace hazmat suit because nothing can kill the grimace. This is That's true. true. <laughs> Did you, is, are you guys like postponing your uh, anniversary? Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say this. Like I, I've heard a lot of horror stories about COVID and like what people have gone through. The first night for me was the absolute worst. Um, I started feeling like crap, you know, and it was like mostly congestion and kind of the cough. But then I started getting like a little bit nauseous, uh, flu, flu like symptoms, you know, gastrointestinal stuff. Um, thankfully I didn't throw up, but I, I was kind of feeling it. And then around midnight, I started getting this severe headache that just would not go away. Um, and then I started getting the chills. So I ended up taking a really hot bath and getting ready to go to bed, but my muscles in my legs and waist started cramping up and they would not stop cramping for hours. So I was laying in bed awake. I couldn't move my legs. It hurt like hell. I was fatigued. I was in pain. My head was throbbing. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. That first night sucked. When I woke up the next day, it was pretty much just the fatigue, the cough, and the congestion with a little bit of nausea. Everything else, like the chills, the headache, the aches, those those were all gone. So it seems to be getting better every day. But 
man, that first day sucked. That blows. Yes. <laughs> um, here's to a fast recovery. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I, you know, I hope you're well. Uh, Many scars and hookers to your recovery. Yes. Uh, Re- Resident Evil 8 is helping me recover quickly. Um, this episode oh, should be called Resident Evil 8 is an amazing game because you guys just have not stopped talking. No. <laughs> uh, like, I, and, and full disclosure, I mean, I know I said this already, but I, I did basically the exact same thing Mike did. In, uh, I finished playing it and immediately started a second playthrough. Yep. Uh, the only difference is I waited a few days and then I was like, I kind of want to play it again. Yeah, I'm going to play it again. I, I will say this without ruining anything uh, for Mike, because I know you, you still got to play it. Um, for anyone who has played it, I'm just going to say the second house is is my least favorite in the game. It freaks me the fuck out. I don't like it. It's, okay. It's, it's awesome, but it scares me. Here's Donna what I understand. You don't just correct me if I'm wrong. Typical Resident Evil video game fashion. You have to beat four areas and then go on to, like, the big boss. Pretty much, yeah. And the first one is the tall chick that everybody loves with the boobs. Yep. <laughs> Second area, there's a giant fetus that chases you around. Yes, and I hate it. It's like the suckling <laughs> or something. I don't like it at all. It okay. freaks me out so bad. Um, yeah. And, See, well, the, the thing that sucks about that is it's also uh, one of my least favorite parts about a survival horror. You can't fight back. So, but only in that area. Yeah, in that section. That's why I hate it. I hate that kind of bullshit because in third person, I have no grasp of where the fuck I am. And I need to play things like a thousand times to memorize the map. Yeah, this that. this one is definitely just like there there are points where if you don't know where you're going in that section, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, Thankfully, I didn't, but, uh, yeah, I, it, it scared the crap. The one, I, I was sure I was going to get killed at one point, and then I realized where I could hide and was like, oh, crap, 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 crap. And somehow baby fo- fetus monster didn't get me. The stress of waiting for that elevator to open. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, are there, how frequent are the save points? Oh, they're they're very plentiful. Um, Do you guys yeah. hear the drums? Vaguely, yes. I do not. Jesus Christ. So, oh, wait, yes, I do. Night, Night Lord and Zoe are in their playroom, which is right across the wall from me. And <laughs> they're having like a fucking banana splits jam session with the drum, drum kit and a recorder. Okay, they're done. Jesus Christ. You know what I have to say to that? Hey, Night Lord hey, rules. Ah, master of the night, Lord. Ah, <laughs> ah, it's a master of karate and bunny suits for everyone. <laughs> so, Josh, what's new with you, man? You doing your uh, zebrush sculpting? Yeah, uh, well, uh, nomad sculpt, to be precise. But okay. it's... Yeah, it's uh, I I definitely had a moment where uh, I wanted to to look at Ruth last night and give her a, a very point blank like fuck you. <laughs> I, I swear to God, like I showed her the basics of what I had learned because I watched a pretty really really informative tutorial that 
uh, honestly, it broke down digital sculpting in a way that I could grasp, which was wonderful. Because uh, it's it's a hard transition going from tactile to digital. But I, I show Ruth the basics, and maybe like a half hour, 45 minutes later, she comes up to me and she's like, look, it's YB from Coraline. And it's just like, what? How the, how the fuck? I'm going to send you guys a picture of what she did. <laughs> like, I'm I'm still getting the basics. Like, I'm trying, right now I'm working on getting, um, uh, working on just trying a grr for shits and giggles. Okay. Um, and this is, this is what she did in her first, first session sitting down with it. Which is, yeah, it's it's just like, oh, fuck you. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's really good. And, Damn. like, it's a full 3D render with, like, or, you know, like, so so she went all around. It's got hair all through the back. See, I want I want to play with this program. I, I might have to, I might have uh, to look it, into it. Honestly, it looks it's fun. 15 bucks, and it's totally worth it. Yeah. Just because it, everything is so well laid out. This is this is the one thing that I've done so far that I'm really proud of. And I know I sent this to Mike, but and I think I sent it to to the group chat too, but uh I I did a 3D Bernie the Ghost Toast, which is not terrible. I I love it. That's great. <laughs> I love uh, that know, Bernie has gotten so much love over the years. Uh it, um, the, I, it was one of those things that I was like, yeah, I could probably sculpt a piece of toast in this. So what's your plan? You're going to 3D print these or just having fun with it? Uh, right now I'm trying to get the hang of it. I, I'm con- considering a few options with it. I'm considering um, the, the possibility of getting myself a 3D printer and going back and forth between, like, uh, I know I talked at one point of having interest in, like, going back and forth between sculpting some, scanning it, fixing it up and tweaking it with digital and then printing it. Yeah. Uh, so I might I might look into going that route because I'm very very interested in that. Cool. I, but, I mean, they both look great. Um, but yeah. That being said, like it's really uh, honestly, it's a very it's a very user friendly program. I had used Blender before, and while I didn't dislike it, I it it really feels it really feels like the whole thing is just like so overly advanced that you're better off being a programmer to understand it than you are an artist. Yeah. And I feel like there's way too much of a learning curve with a, a sculpting tool that advanced for me. I um, have um, messed with ZBrush and what did I sculpt? I made just like a very generic like voodoo doll type body to kind of just like get the feels for like the the dragging and condensing that you do with that yeah. to make like an item in three dimensional space. And then I ran it through a 3d printer to see what would happen. But I had to like ZBrush is free with the program that will smooth all that out instead of giving you this bizarre item that wants to print every single mouse click. So whatever you have, like say you sculpt an apple, it's going to have all these weird, like drags and pulls that it's going to want to 3d print as well that you can't see. So you have to run that yeah. through a program and smooth it all out. And I was just like, okay, 
I'm not paying for this. Um, but it was cool. See, thankfully, from from what I've seen and understand, this this has a lot of those uh, uh, high high. I I don't know if I'm using the right term. If somebody if somebody listening to this and knows the right term, please correct me. But I believe it's something. Uh, I believe it's a high voxel count. But in any any okay. case, it has the the high rendering features, so you can essentially render it for 3D print built into the program. Super cool. Nice. And uh, but yeah, it's it's really fun. I'm I'm enjoying it, but it's also uh, having the equally desired effect where the longer I sit with it, the more, the more I'm just like, this is great. This is fun. I, I could do what I'm doing on the screen with a real place of play in 10 minutes. Why am I sitting at this screen? <laughs> That's a good which, question, Josh, which like I said, is part of the desired effect, but, uh, at the same time, I, it's, I'm also, really pushing myself to be like, no, I've got to, I've got to actually learn this. Yeah. I, I will say this, uh, going from traditional, you know, like pen and ink art to digital art. I had the exact same reaction trying to like learn, uh, learn how to use procreate. Cause again, I didn't really grow up doing digital art. Like a lot of, a lot of my fellow artists that I, I team up with for like blamo and stuff like that, they've all done digital art since school. I never did any of that. Um, so I was basically a complete noob with it and I would get frustrated trying to figure out how to do what I wanted to do, knowing I could literally just bust out a piece of paper and a pen and draw the same damn thing in less time. Um, but once I got over the learning curve, I freaking love it now. And I can do so much more digitally than I thought I was going to be able to do. So it's it's worth learning it. It's just a pain in the ass to get there. Yeah, exactly. Like I cool. I'm definitely gonna stick with it, but I'm it's I'm also having those points of like, why am I doing this? I have clay in the yeah, other room. This? Just give me some because, prize by Josh. Because it's Jesus. another necessary tool. Yeah. Just yeah. like me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Zing. A different episode title. Oh, necessary. Although, uh, at the beginning of the news, I do have something, uh, something to to discuss that I feel like is newsworthy and uh, important, even though it might not affect all of our listeners. Alrighty. Are you gonna be a dad? No, definitely not. Oh. I I have my three children. <laughs> uh, Speaking here. of which, uh, Ruth just let me know that she will be going straight to straight to a hair appointment. So I must feed the noisy children. Well, don't uh, leave us so, hanging. What's this news? Uh, it's well, it's something that uh, I'm going to need full focus to talk about because I'm going to need to pull something up. So stand okay. by while I I go feed these. These things, these creatures. All right, I'm going to do the plugs while you feed your gremlins. Um, we have Go Visit Jerry's Closet in Aurora, New York's flea market. She's constantly adding stuff to her store, and she's there every week hustling and dealing and giving you awesome stuff. We've got Boogeyman's Closet, which is like just 
machine gunning episodes out with uh, the likes of me, Mike, and Maurice until Susie makes her valiant return very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Raised by Rentals. Mike, what's coming up with that? I'm trying to think what the what is the next Raised by Rentals episode that we did. My God, it's been so long since we recorded, I kind of forgot. <laughs> Bananas and pajamas go to hell. Um, let's see. We just did the Critters episode. With the, oh, oh, we were. Retu- I forgot we returned to the Arnieverse. <laughs> so we we are uh, for those of you that had listened to our Terminator and um, uh, Commando crossover, we come back to the Arnieverse with our next episode. Is it first grade cop? Uh no, no. It uh, it deals with Last Action Hero, and I'm not going to say who it crosses over with. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's exciting. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you can hear. This loud, loud child that I'm dealing with. Leia's very excited. Other children! <laughs> I don't know where Apparently they are. Leia is starving. Um, Clearly. And what else is there? Heretic Party, which I feel like they don't need us anymore. They're going to have a live show. Yep. Holy shit. They're, like, huge. Go so Heretic have a live party. recording. You're a pretty big deal. Kick ass, guys. Absolutely. Um, and I want to tell you guys that I am going to be advertising the show uh, to try to increase our listeners. I'm going to see what happens when I do some paid advertising, which is going to start with this episode. Uh, so having said that, I thought now would be a good time to run a new contest. Oh, I was thinking, do we do a giveaway or do we have a contest where a listener gets to pick the topic that we talk about? Because I have a lot of crap to give away, and our time is free, so you know. You know what? Why don't Why don't we do one of each? All right. Why don't I we do support a, this. Yeah, we'll do two two like do a giveaway of get some kind of random junk from the uh, from the creepy head closet, and uh, the other one have them pick what we talk about. All right. So here Side is note how... for listeners: random junk. Whoa! Uh, my headphones unplugged. <laughs> random junk ah. random junk is the name of my headphones are unplugged is the name of the hooker that we keep on staff yes that's right um oh, also, ain't nothing you, like a little random junk baby if you don't follow her on twitter look for Don don't care because she's having adventures in Canada right now um and as always they're fucking hilarious She's stalking the cast of Stranger Things, as would be expected with Dawn. Um, so I think our first contest, this is how it's going to work. If you're a new listener, get a hold of us. Me, in particular. If you're not on Facebook, you go to CountCreepy.com. C-O-U-N-T-K-R-E-E-P-Y.com. It's our link tree. And you can email me. You can contact me on Twitter. You can contact me on Instagram. Just reach out. That's it. That's your entry. If you want to join the Facebook group, even better. Um, look for Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash. And I will enter you in uh, the prize giveaway unless you want us to talk about something. If you're like, man, you guys should talk about those Bible toys from years ago, we'll do it. I don't give a shit. Starting lineup. Things that don't fit on the show, we will do our best. So uh, it's up to you. But if you're a new listener and you want us to talk about something you want to hear about, we will totally do it. Um... And or give you a big old prize pack because I've got lots of crap to uh, give away. 
to one lucky new listener to the show, not one of our 44 listeners that we've been stuck at forever. So, Josh, you still alive or the cat's eating your flesh? I'm alive for now, but I always have to play sort of... uh play the game of like no 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 don't play musical plates no i know you finished your food don't eat the other's food <laughs> who's the uh the food bully it, it used to be uh vincent now it is leia shocking it's, and they let her get away with it because she's a cute little sister essentially yeah they'll they'll just like vincent somehow just like kind of walks away he's just okay. like yeah whatever you can eat my food but, of course, then he goes and he's like, oh, Dr. Muse food is there. I'm going to eat that. <laughs> and then it's this whole thing of like, no, no, that's a full second plate of food. You can't eat a full second plate of food. <laughs> yeah, Rufus does this exact same thing. And I have to play goalie at the, you know, when they eat. And Leia is made of liquid. So it's, it's, it's not the easiest thing. Yep. Because you pick her up and it's instantly just like. Oh, no, no, no. She she kind of, like, flows out of your hands. Like those... Because uh, she is a liquid. Those gimmicky water noodle things you can get at the, the amusement park? Yes. That shoot out she your is hand. a water noodle. <laughs> oh, I think you've just... I think you've just coined her new nickname. Water noodle. So, Josh. What's this news? I, I'm st- I'm still not upstairs. Let's do show and tell. Like I said, I was going to talk about it at the beginning of news. This better deliver. <laughs> it's like I said, it's not a good thing. Okay. Uh, it's it's some serious bullshit in the art toy world that is like, it's bad. It is bad okay. shit. I thought this was like guys. I'm getting gender reassignment surgery or something. No, no. This is this is like this is. This is toy news that is not fun to talk about, but needs to be talked about, because the more platforms it's talked about on, the better. Okay. Probably something to do with NECA sucking. Um, that sucks, too. We'll talk about that in show and tell. I guess I'll start. I ordered the three missing animated He-Man figures, because the Woo-hoo! new season of He-Man on Netflix, which we didn't really talk about last time, is awesome. As you would expect. Um, maybe we'll talk about that a little later in the show. But I ordered Stratos, Mosquitara, and Triclops from Amazon third-party sellers. I got Stratos, no problem. But when it came to Mosquitara and Triclops, I got a box with some sort of bizarre K-pop collectibles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the band is called either Love Holic or Love Holio. I'm not sure. <laughs> I want um, them to be called Love Holio. It's Love Holio, and uh, it's some sort of like legacy Korean pop band or Japanese. I don't know where it's like Menudo, where like members leave and new members come in, and they're all like <laughs> effeminate boys, man boys that sing Asian pop songs. I like went on YouTube because I was like, maybe this is fun. I don't know. No, it's just bizarre. Listen, I mean, unless it's Jata, I don't care. <laughs> so I just sent that stuff back because I want Mosquitara and I want Triclops now. God damn it. Um, but I opened up Stratos. He's super cool. He's exactly what he needs to be. Um, I got 
the black and white mummy from NECA, a really cool figure because he can cross his hands over his chest. And nice. he comes with, this is the one thing that NECA thought they could get away with. He comes with like a treasure chest. You open it up and there's a scroll that's like pivotal in the mummy movie because Ardeth Bay wants it. That's not black and white. That's regular paper. So they kept oh, that the regular colors. Yeah, I mean, it stays in the box. You don't take it out. So it's not like the biggest deal. Um, and he comes with some extra hands and just like mummy wraps. You can kind of hang off of him. Um, he's everything he needs to be. I didn't get the sarcophagus set because it's not black and white. I'm figuring Neck is going to repaint it at some point. I got a Lego stunt bike finally. I found one on clearance. So I got this like weird barbarian guy with like spiky shoulders and a yellow motorcycle. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's just fun. It, it's everything you guys said they were. It's just a little rev up motorcycle that jumps off of shit. Yep. Um, it's H- flown down the stairs. Fun. It's half piped in the sink. I'm playing with it now. It's the best. Um, and last but not least, I wanted to mention this last week and I didn't. So this is brought to you by Jerry's Closet. I opened up the four new Fireteam Elite Aliens figures, which are all kind of variations on the dog alien. Um, on paper, they're overpriced and they're just all reusing the same body and they suck. But taking them out and playing with them, they're really, really nice. Like way better than NECA normally produces for alien figures because the quality of plastic is really, really good. And they cut down on all of the non-necessary articulation to save money. So if you can picture the dog alien having way too many joints to kind of get in funny poses and shit, mm-hmm. this is just like what he needs. All four of them are like on on all fours because the game it's like a run and gun game. Um, so if they've got to like arch their neck back, there's a neck joint that'll let them get a full 90 degree turn to get their head up. But it's just a single. It's not a ball joint. You don't have to turn it. It's just a, a pin joint. So they're solid. They're not sticky. None of the joints are stuck. They're great figures for what you pay, which is like almost forty dollars a fucking figure. Um, but if you have, um, it's one of those things that if you find on clearance, don't hesitate. They're worth it. Uh, also to note, they're smaller than the regular NECA offerings. Like I would scale them down an inch or two. It's really oh. weird. So you're getting less, you're paying more, but the quality is upped at least. Thank God. Um, Mike, what'd you get? Other than um, yeah, I didn't didn't get a whole hell of a lot. Um, I finally got that uh, the Power Rangers Cog Trooper, the Zeo Cog. Yep. Um, a really cool figure. I mean, I know both of you already said that he's a pretty damn cool figure. Uh, my only complaint I mentioned in the group chat is I wish that it wasn't two heads. I wish that the head actually like the plate came off to to show the exposed Cog workings. Yeah. Um, I like, mean, it's, it's a, just it's, it's minor. You, Give him a minor, like a joint or something to just yeah. have that slide up and down would be really cool. And I think if that if that was, you know, uh, if, if, if I got that instead of the two heads, I would have really liked this figure as is. He's a really great figure. Um, tons of posability, lots of fun to play around with. Like I, I've been tooling around with him sitting here while we were recording. Um, and then I kind of I, I deep dived on the um, Star Wars Micro Galaxy Squadron. I ended up buying a little too much from them. So I already had the X-Wing, um, but I found the uh, Genevex Starfighter, the Asajj Ventress ship, which yes. is 
friggin' awesome. Like, I really like that one. Um, I also bought the Outland TIE Fighter, the Moth Gideon TIE Fighter with the collapsible wings. Yeah. Uh, that's a really cool uh, vehicle, but my, my only question is, why is that one not considered uh, the same price point as uh, the other ship, the Saj Ventra ship? Because it's the same size, it has the same amount of movable parts, but it's like $3 more. Huh. Uh, I, I, I paid the same price for mine. Really? Yeah. I paid sixteen ninety nine for that one, and I paid twelve ninety nine for the other one. Where huh. did you get it? Uh, both of them were at Target. Hmm. I, got, I also got both at Target, and I think I paid sixteen ninety nine for both. Oh, maybe maybe I got a deal then. <laughs> but no, I was I, like it confused me because I was like, wait, why? Because I thought that they were both twelve ninety nine. And then when I went to go check out, I was like, oh, okay, one rang up twelve ninety nine, the other one rang up sixteen nine. I was like, Wh- whatever, I want them both anyway, so fuck it. Um, I, I bought them both, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're they're great little ships. I, I I still really like this line. And then I bought a couple more of the blind boxes. I ended up getting the um, speeder bike with the scout trooper, which is the main one I wanted. So I was really happy about that. And then I got the uh, speeder bike with Mando. And um, I got a second ATRT with the clone trooper, which <laughs> made me realize how fucked up my first one was. <laughs> I thought it was just like the way they sculpted it, but no, the one definitely had some some problems when it came out of the mold, and they just threw it in the box and called it good. Um, and then I ended up getting a second Darth Maul, but you know, whatever. <laughs> it's it's, it's a Bill Trooper now. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's bound to happen with this kind of thing. Um, but I mean, considering it's basically a bunch of swoop bikes and speeder bikes, I, I don't really hate getting doubles. You yeah. Know? But yeah, I, I'm really liking this line more than I should, and I need to chill on it because uh, they're they're freaking expensive. Like they really are pricey. And like I was looking at uh, the Slave One, and that's like forty bucks. I'm like, oh, it's freaking cool, but I, I can't drop forty bucks on a on a micro toy. That ain't gonna happen. Remember when the full size slave one would have been forty bucks? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's gonna be what, like two hundred dollars? <laughs> yeah. Who fucking knows? Listen, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm very excited to see if I still have any old uh, action fleet stuff around in in November. What What would you consider to be the better quality action fleet? I don't. I'm trying that's to remember. That's a tough call. Now, Action Fleet, that's the one that had the Rancor, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, slightly larger micro-machines with, like, one or two points of articulation. I I think I have to give it to Action Fleet because they they felt more durable. Yeah, Yeah. Action Fleet definitely felt more durable. Uh, And, you know, they, they did have a decent amount of of panels and stuff that popped off, too, so you could, like, see inner workings. Yeah. I mean, I like I like how tiny these are. Um, that that is really cool because you can have like a whole little collection in a small space, which I like. But at the same time, it's you really can't do much with them. Like, yeah, the figures are articulated, but it's that like pin across where it's like, hey, both of my arms and both of my legs move at the same time. Um, so you can't really do much with them other than pose them to ride the ship that they come with. Yeah. You know? Now, that being said, if they start doing play sets like Action Fleet, then it's all over for me. 
Yeah. I agree. Yeah, if they start doing Mando playsets, play awesome. well, if we can that? have like Boba Fett blasting the Sarlacc pit, oh yeah, that would be very very cool. Uh, Josh, you're up. Oh, I got a couple couple of cool things. I'll talk about the most recent one first. Uh, I got in the next uh, Jazzwares Master Grade Fortnite figure, which is Zero, the Flame Guy. So. Uh, cool. Holy shit, he's fun. He's way How more fun than he was in right uh, He was... The Amazon price for the Master Grade is $24.99. They would have been 22 if I had waited for Target, but I get the feeling that this is like a weird refresh wave and he might be hard to spot. Where, um... Is there any articulation compromise? Like, is it all in the chest? The electronics? Uh, the, the compromise is basically... Um, it's minimal, but what has been sacrificed makes sense. Like, uh, there's no, there's no waste or ab crunch. Okay. You don't need that. Uh, and the head isn't ball joint. It's just on a peg, but that's because, uh, the peg sends the light up into the head really well. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I can, I can forgive it because it really does make it, it almost makes it look like there's a little skull in there the way it's done. But he's he's cool as hell. The light feature is really fun. I did not expect it to be uh, just consistently blinking between two uh, frequencies. It kind of blinks slow for a minute and then blinks fast for a minute. And as long as it's turned on, it just keeps blinking. It's asking for help. It definitely... <laughs> it, it's cool because it definitely looks like it's some sort of weird phasing-like flickering thing. Uh, and his, also his weird little unicorn harvesting tool lights up, and that is equally fun and does the same pulsing. That's pretty sweet. Uh, he was awesome. Still don't like the price point on these, but at least with one of the ones that lights up, I can understand it a bit more. Like, okay, you're getting two light-up toys for that price. There's electronics in there. I guess I get it. He's one- He feels... He feels like more of a deluxe than, uh, you know, say, Oro with his gold plating. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that bothers the hell out of me, because I really want that figure, but it's like, hey, you're spending a crap ton of money for some gold plating. I don't want that. Yeah. And they've, like, even, that's that's the advertised reason for it to be Master Grade, is because of the premium gold plating. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, eh, I don't know about that one, guys. Like, one comes with a full set of armor, one has two different LED features, and then one just has gold plating. Yeah. Eh. Uh, I do want it, but, you know, I'll wait for a price drop. Uh, anywho, I also got... Uh, I I don't know the correct pronunciation of this, uh, and from what I'm reading, it's a Cybertronian name anyway. I always said Jahaxis. What is it? Apparently, it's Giaxis. Okay. Uh, but my joke is, it's a Cybertronian name, so the protect uh, the correct pronunciation is Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, man, he's way more awesome than he has any right to be. I have, like, no connection to the character, but... He looks awesome and imposing. He has a weird little squat face. Um, 
and he's just fun. His jet mode is Cybertronian, but the way the arms sit on the bottom make it really, really swooshable. And you yeah, just you sort of want to fly that video of you swooshing it around. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah, you just want to fly it around like yeah. more than more than you should. Uh, and and the the transformation is, uh, especially for a Voyager class, uh, very simplistic, but satisfying. Uh, he he feels very. Uh, oh, what the heck? Uh, the hell is the name of the insecticide that's been released? Kickback. Yes, thank you. Yes, having a brain fart moment. He uh, he reminds me of Kickback and his elegant simplicity. Nice. Like he really doesn't do a whole lot you don't expect, but what he does, he does really well. Uh, that and he's really really solid. Like everything that. Uh, like all of the the cavities are covered. Like there are panels on the arms to hide the hands in, so they just don't go into open arm cavities. Yeah, yeah. So he looks he looks really solid. There's not a lot of big open spaces on him, and that's that's always a plus. Uh, in the same vein of Transformers, I also got the next Stunticon. I got Wild Rider. Uh, I like him a lot. He's been getting a lot of flack because his backpack's kind of weird. Uh, it is kind of weird. They tried something different with it. It didn't entirely work, but at least it's something different. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna gripe too much about it. And it. Works. How much is the kibble? Because that's the one thing I couldn't see in the pictures. Because I thought he looked really cool. I like it more than Jaxus, honestly. He's got a pretty big backpack, all in all, and it. Okay. Uh, and it's not so much that it's big, it's that it juts out a bit. But it doesn't hurt his balance. So, uh, despite it being there, like, it's just one of those, eh. And he he combines with Manasaur beautifully. He looks sweet I'm, from the pictures you showed us. I am very excited for Dead End and Breakdown. And then to round things out with a Transformer thing as well, I also got the 52 Toys uh, Unis or anus or whatever the the humanoid cube bot and man he he really reminds me of like a 90s bandai toy in the best way his articulation told me his name all i could think of was borat saying anus (laughs) well this is a very good anus and uh, yeah, I got I got no complaints. Uh, he is probably the most straightforward, simple of any of the cube bots that I've transformed, but that's not a knock either, because it, you know, he's he's a fine cube and he's a great action figure, so no complaints there. And as a quick NECA follow up, since I already talked about how the figure from their SDCC thing pack was awesome but the packaging was not so much uh heard back from NECA heard back from NECA this is such a fucking joke they told me to contact the carrier Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, the box they didn't put any packing material in completely completely shifting responsibility to the customer to solve the problem so fuck you NECA yeah fuck you me and Josh were speculating that Randy might be the fall guy for some sort of bigger bed higher up at NECA, but we don't know. Um, 
he kind of he's always willingly the face when it comes to stuff like this. And I think if he had like a problem like what we're seeing now, he'd have to go to somebody above him to fix the issue. And then I'm guessing that's the problem where they're like, fuck them. We got their money. Yep. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm going to speculate you guys are correct, only because like every interview, every you know interaction I've ever seen with Randy, it's always like, dude seems to really care about toys. Like, yeah, And he's always he, like, I can't say. Yeah. So, I, I yeah, think I maybe think whoever the owner is. Yeah, there's a, a Palpatine to his Darth Vader, as I was saying. Um, yeah, some some Wiener Schneider guy. Quick, yeah. uh, quick update. Speaking of Transformers, I just double checked my Amazon order um, for uh, for freaking uh, Skullgren. I couldn't think of his name. Um, it just changed today to January 1st. So ah. <laughs> it, it like all weekend long, it said it was coming today, but uh, I was like, Hey, wait, I didn't get that in the mail today. Let me check. Yeah. So January 1st. And ah, people well. have him in hand. But see, here's the thing with Amazon. Cause I I've had this happen multiple times, specifically with transformers where they will say, it's coming out on a specific day and then like it'll be months, months down the line. And then I'll get it like two weeks later and then I'll have another one that'll say it'll, it's coming out on such and such a day and it'll come out two, three months later. So like, cause I got the, um, Oh God, what was it? Ironhide and, uh, how oh, was it? Uh, prowl two pack that they did, Josh. I can't remember. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Amazon yeah. one. Yeah, that was supposed to come out in like October when they were releasing it. It didn't it didn't arrive until December. Um, and then it, they did that thing that unfortunately Amazon likes to do with a lot of their exclusives where they just slap a shipping label right on the actual box of the item. Uh. Yeah. So, I mean, thankfully, I'm you know not really a mint and card collector anyway. I was going to open it, but it's like, wow, that sucks for anyone who wanted these for a collection. You know who is really guilty of that a lot now, too, is Target. And I'll go into Target and see packages. People got, like, collectibles where they got a sticker right on the package. And they're like, fuck this. And they just returned it. Yep. So you on the shelves, you have, like, shipping labels on action figures. Mm-hmm. It's a it's little crazy. crazy. So, Josh, tell us about okay. this bullshit in the collector community. Or okay. Not, uh, art toy community. I'm sorry. So... Uh, I'll I'll start with the necessary questions. Do you guys know who Super Plastic is? No, I do not. Uh, they started a couple of years ago with uh, the Paul, what is it, Paul Bud Bunditz, whoever, uh, the original founder of Kid Robot. Okay. Uh, partnered with Huck G or Huck G, however you pronounce it. Uh, one of the one of the art toy pioneers. Uh, and they started their own vinyl toy company, very much like, you know, the start of Kid Robot. Uh, it was called Super Plastic, and the intention was to create these uh, two interactive brand mascots and have it be both a vinyl toy and digital art type thing. Like, that was the plan from the beginning. Uh, they have released some blind box series. They partnered with several different artists through the years that they've been active uh, and also, side note, they've been notorious for very delayed product runs for, like, everything they've done. Uh, so the 
the first thing that they came out with was the janky. It was a little cat minifigure. Okay. Uh, Mike, have you seen that around? No. Uh, and then they took that and very much, again, like Kid Robot. Uh, do you guys know who Scat One is? Mm, no, I can't not say that here. I do. Have, have you guys seen any of the dunnies that are like half full bottles of things like sriracha or ketchup or that? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's Sket One. Okay. I'm actually looking up Super Plastic right now. Um, oh, I have seen a bunch of this stuff. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. FYE carries a lot of it, actually. Josh? Exact statement on this. Did I cut out? Yeah, we lost out. you. Uh-oh. Hello? Josh, Hello? Josh, you back? It seems like it's just cutting out left and right. What the hell? Man, Josh can't win today. So I completed my Congo collection. Oh, nice. I've got my figures coming in the mail. I am waiting for the last of my alien stuff. I need three pieces and I am set. Um, maybe four if I get a uh, test shot. But nothing has popped up, unfortunately. There's like the same ones that just sit forever. On, mm. um, okay. Go. Hello. Hello. Hey, there we Hello. go. Hello. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I uh, I just I just connected to my other network. I don't know why there it was connecting to the uh, the lesser one. Ah, the joys of new computers. Uh. Anyway, so Super Plastic partnered with Scat One. Uh, to release another series of blind boxes called the Cranky. It was based on the Janky, but it was with, like, a spray can head. Okay. Uh, now, I'm going to pull up Sket One's official statement, because according to Sket One, he has a contract with Superplastic where he owns the rights to the shape of the Cranky. Um. And they are contractually obligated to pay him a percentage of any sales of the Cranky or any shape of the Cranky. Because he is the owner of the shape as he developed that piece specifically for them. Gotcha. Or in partnership with them. I think I know where this is going. Flash forward to Super Plastic released the XL Cranky. Without telling Scat One or paying him. They then released a full series of cranky NFTs, which made them a bunch of money, and Scat One nothing. <sighs> now, Scat One has the contract, regardless of the fact that Super Plastic is the huge entity here with 1.5 million followers or something and all of the blue check marks on all of their shit. Now, they just released a statement, or Paul the one remaining because i guess huck left a couple of months ago uh due to some health issues uh and the statement from paul at super plastic says we love scat and to be honest i'm a bit confused as to what this is about scat and i spoke about a year ago but when i wrote to scat later i never heard back instead super plastic received a legal demand 
Huck and I worked with Sket a few years ago on the Cranky Toy because Sket is awesome, and he has the, and he was the right person to do it. Sket was paid in full then, and we've also paid him royalties we agreed on. Every uh, related toy and NFT, there's literally no money that we haven't paid Sket that is due to him. So we aren't sure what he's looking for financially. Uh, my understanding is that Sket feels that he owns the Cranky Toy design, even though it's based on our janky toys. I don't agree with so right off the bat, like this this isn't sounding good in super plastics favor. No. Uh just just because you don't agree with it, if he has a contract saying he does, he he does. Exactly. And this is a case where like, dude, you tanked Kid Robot, you started a new company that is consistently overselling and having to delay production on things for and relying so heavily on fucking NFTs that yeah, it seems like you're tanking super plastic the same way you tanked kid robot before essentially NECA stepped in and saved them with the help of Frank Kozik. You know, seriously, fuck NFTs. I'm so sick of it. So, if you're stupid yeah, enough to you know, buy an NFT I, at this point, it's on you. Yeah. Now, the bigger problem with this is they waited uh, somewhere around, like, four days before they released this. Because Sket went public, like, four days ago. And since then, Super Plastic has been getting flooded with the hashtag of PaySket1. Rightly so. Good. Um, however... Yesterday, in the midst of all of this, before they released any sort of statement, what did they do? They announced a new exclusive colorway of the Cranky, covered in graffiti. Fuck you, Super Plastic. Yeah, that's pretty fucked. Like, the fact that they would, you know, whether or not... Whoever's in the right here, the fact that they would release the exact toy that there is a problem, a public problem on the rights holder. Uh, yeah, fuck you. Fuck you for going ahead and releasing that before this is resolved. Yeah. Again. So and is that's Super Classics thinking that he can't afford to sue them, so they're just going to do whatever they want? Probably. Especially because as of, I think, like a month ago, Super Plastic had exclusive skins of their mascots, uh, Googiemon and whatever, released through Fortnite. So they're like big enough to be releasing shit through Fortnite. Yeah, that's fucked well, that's up. That's bullshit. Dude. So a big fuck you to Super Plastic for... Again, whoever's in the right, the fact that they let it sit out in public for as long as they did and sort of flaunted their ability to openly produce crankies yeah. in the this, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, NECA. Fuck you, LeBron James. Oh, and fuck you, Warner Brothers. Yeah, and, and whoever that guy who ate the orangutan meat in China years ago and caused COVID, fuck you too. Yeah, fuck that guy. So, guys, question for you. Bananas! 
Yes. We aren't going to do a plug this week. We're not going to do a commercial, anything like that. Do you guys think that there should be some sort of scouts for kids with like poor social skills that are just really fucking weird? They wouldn't fit into like a Boy Scouts or a Girl Scouts because they're not good at physical good at physical activities or like they're allergic to everything outdoors or they're just plain fucking weird and creepy. You yeah. know, like our listeners, us makes sense to me. You know. We aren't the kind of kids that were going to be like climbing trees and starting fires and selling cookies. We were the kind of kids that would be yelling at the attendant in the video store to let us run rated R movies. Right? Yeah, I mean, I can't argue that. (laughs) You know, we're the kind of kids that were shoplifting at Kmart. That kind of stuff. So I thought, I've brought this up many times, probably on the show, definitely to my wife, that Man, we need to start our own version of Scouts for Kids because Girl Scouts isn't the best. And Boy Scouts is full of child molesters or so I hear. Um, so do you think we could have Creepy Scouts? I don't oh, see absolutely. Why not. Just for the sake of discussion. Yeah. So because I invented it, I'm automatically a member. Do you guys want to try to pass the test to see if you can be Creepy Scouts? There's no age yes. limit on Creepy Scouts. You just can't be in a room alone. With the younger creepy scout, because, you know, that's not right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. So let me uh, ask you guys a few questions to see if you pass the creepy scouts quiz to become creepy scouts yourself. Yes. <laughs> All right. Here's what I'm thinking. You guys are walking around. You're, you're taking the cat for a walk. You're getting tacos, whatever it is adults do to go outside. I, I don't do it that much. But you see a clown in a van. And spray painted on the side of the van, it says free candy. He's holding balloons and he's beckoning you to come down and get a handful of lemon heads or Zagnut bars, whatever your favorite candy is, right? Like warm raisinets from his <laughs> clowny hands. Oh, mm. My head just automatically heard about a Zagnut. <laughs> yeah, Beetlejuice Zagnut. Is it safe to take the candy from the clown? In the van. I have one follow-up question before I answer. Sure. Is the van down by the river? Uh, the van is anywhere. It's okay, under cause... a bridge. It's in the mall parking lot. It's right outside of school. Okay. Well, in that case, yes. Because if it was by the river, I would, I would assume Pennywise and that I was going to die. So, no. Oh, see, I was thinking the opposite. I was thinking if it was by the river, it's an associate of Matt Foley, and we should definitely take the candy. <laughs> you see, guys are both in agreement. It's safe to take the warm raisinets. Yes. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. You passed the first question. Woo. Woo. So the thinking here is a clown is too obvious. If you really wanted to kill a kid, you wouldn't dress up as a clown. So this is just some well-meaning weirdo. Who doesn't realize that dressing up as a clown and giving free candy to people is wrong? He means well. He's just not right in the head. The candy may not be the best quality, but it's perfectly safe. Also, if he wants to get you in the van and take you for a ride to his house for like a sleepover, it's probably perfectly safe. Just saying. I mean, I don't see why not. I'm sure he's got a really cool like baseball card collection. Or like if you want to play some ColecoVision, he's got it. Ooh. 
Just don't don't bring up the smell. He's kind of self-conscious about it. He's working on it. So if the clown smells like taco meat, it's just genetic. He he's a very stinky individual. I mean, that's kind of a bonus smelling like taco meat, you know. I, I know, right? Next question. You guys should be able to get this. This one's kind of a layup. Real brothers or street brothers? Wait, say that again. I I, I kind of lost you on my headset. Real brothers or street brothers? What is the answer to this question? Street brothers are real brothers. Josh, do you have an answer for this question? Oh, I like Mike's answer, but I don't want to steal it. <laughs> um, my real brother is the street. <laughs> you see, to be a member of Creepy Scouts, you have to watch Dawn of the Dead. And the answer to this question from the immortal Ken Forey is both. If you remember that line, when they're in the Whirlybird and Fran. Oh, wow. It's been a while since I've seen this. Asks Peter, real brothers, street brothers. You have to look away and say both. So if there's a secret hideout for this club, like a speakeasy, and you tap on the door and a little slot opens up, they're going to ask you, real brothers, street brothers. You have to say both. Nice. Yeah. You're not in the club yet, guys. You know, I, we we failed. <laughs> the third question for membership into Creepy Scouts: What time of year is it not acceptable to eat Count Chocula? Uh, it, ne- it's never. always acceptable. Yeah, I was gonna say it's always acceptable to eat Count Chocula. Correct answer. It's a trick question. Every time of year is the right time of year for Count Chocula, and mm-hmm. Booberry, and Frankenberry, and Fruit Brute, and Yummy Mummy. And that other one that nobody remembers. Uh, Shitty Seal or whatever the fucking... What's that other, the final one? I'm sure Don knows. There's the mummy, the ghost. Let's see. Count there's Chocula. The Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Yummy Mummy, Fruit Brute. And Booberry. Booberry. And Booberry. Is, there one? Is there a sixth long lost... Not that I'm aware of. Serial monster? Isn't there like a creature from the Black Lagoon? Like... No, no, we always wanted one of those. Yeah, Yeah. Robot Chicken even did a a bit about that where it was Creature from the Black Legumes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, you know, beets and stuff in a box. Mm. (laughs) Okay, guys, two out of three is not bad. There's more questions coming up later on, but I have to pick your brain to see if you guys are eligible to be 40-something-year-old Boy Scouts, essentially. You know, because that's a great idea. You guys ready for the news? Oh, indeed. Starting off with breaking news today, there is a Marvel Legends Amazon exclusive Gore the Com or Gore the God Butcher as he appears in the comics, which is this weird noseless alien thing with tentacles for hair and I don't know. He looks cool. Um, Playmates showed off images for their Toon Turtles re-releases. I never liked these when they came out as a kid. That's kind of when I checked out. But yeah. if that's what you're into, they each have an action feature. Ah, uh, they look like the cartoons. Mm. You know, meh. I'm not gonna drop the however, like a hundred dollars, fifty bucks for the four of them. Yeah, we have, but 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 for the newest like quarter whatever Target collectors event from McFarland, we have Alfred as Batman from the Batman '66 show. A Batman 66 lunchbox with Batman, the Penguin, Joker, and the Riddler, I think. Or maybe Robin. 
there is a deluxe animated uh, Bruce Tim Batman with like a skyscraper base. If you look close at it, you can see it's got all the hallmarks of the bad ball jointed articulation that McFarlane has. So buy it with like a grain of salt. Be very careful. And there's like a signature edition you could buy. But even in the picture, it looks like he's about to fall over. Uh, now, my up. biggest personal problem with this is the fact that uh, even though like it's really tempting to try and get the Bruce Tim one, because hey, autographed Bruce Tim Batman opening, that's pretty cool. Uh, but it's the new Adventures Batman design. It's not the OG Batman animated series design. It's not. You could tell by looking at the legs that it's not right. Uh, it's got like so, a massive upper torso. So they basically recycled what they had. Yep. Uh, now, so, if it had been the OG Batman look, so and you know appropriate, then I would have gone for it. It's not good. Um, coming from Masters Universe, they showed off today the new Tila with uh, Zor, which looks pretty cool. She's got a new head. Uh, so if you missed Tila the first time around, you have another chance. She's got golden accented armor, and she comes with Zor. I don't know if this is a retail exclusive or if this is like uh, Entertainment Earth kind of thing, like what they had with the it's Attorney and Guards. It's like the Attorney and Guards. Okay. Um there is Wave 10 of Origins, which is Digitino, Trepjaw, Randor, and Whiplash. I think they all look pretty cool. For Power Rangers, you have the new Shark Ranger and a new Snake Monster thing. Let me get a name for you. And they are all Snizzard. surprisingly affordable. Snizzard. Uh, big deluxe monster around the $30 price point, and his mouth opens up, and there's like snakes and shit, which happens on the show. He eats some Power Rangers. There is an Entertainment Earth exclusive She-Creature, a glow-in-the-dark version of the creature from a Black Lagoon. It's some sort of a throwback to something from the 60s. Uh, it comes boxed. I, I don't know. I like glow-in-the-dark, but this one's not for me. I forgot to mention this last time, but there is an Amazon-exclusive Spider-Man set that comes with Black Spider-Man, Molten Man, Silvermane, Razorback, and the Human Fly. This is a wave of Black Spider-Man and four really sad, losery characters that they probably couldn't sell on their own. Um, Silvermane is a reuse of an Ultron body with the Silvermane head that came on a race car for the Superior Foes figure that came out. I don't know. I'm going to get it because I have everything else, but it's not that exciting. Uh, from Super 7, we've got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ultimates Genghis Khan, a repaint of Shredder in silver space raft with a new head and an alien sidekick that he didn't originally come with, and Robot Rocksteady, who is like a bigger version of Rocksteady. He looks pretty badass. To be fair, that alien was on his back in the original toy. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. Oh, good. Yeah. Good yeah, call. That, um, that was the, the weird little green guy that was stuck to his back. That's pretty sweet i always liked his sword oh me too um I, I just that first wave of like turtles and costumes i loved they were really good they like every one of those were, were they were a good toy like they, were, they a lot really of were later on is where they start getting weird but yeah. um i thought they're all really cool gimmicks um we have Listen, don't you don't you want a Michelangelo with the same action feature as Leech or not Leech a uh, tongue lasher? 
No. <laughs> I don't want Desert Storm Turtles. I don't want Basketball Turtles. I don't want any of that shit. Yeah. Call me crazy. Um, that's when I was a kid where I was just like, fuck this, I'm out. Uh, da, da, da. We have the final reveals for the Arkham Asylum wave of... Arkham City, I'm sorry. Wave of McFarlane Batman stuff, and that is Solomon Grundy's Builder figure, and as Josh predicted, the last figure is Ra's al Ghul. They're making. Yeah, I super... gotta say, oh. it's it's a pretty boring wave overall with all the with it all is. the fantastic designs they have in Arkham City. They picked some of the most boring ones. I agree, and it's a shame that they didn't keep those games going. Yep, because I mean, Gotham Knights is just a spiritual successor. It's Gotham Knights is also like WB Montreal, who did the winter-themed Batman prequel game that sucked. Yep. Because I got it when it came out, and I was like, this is just lazy. So that's what Gotham Knights seems like. And I watched the trailer, and all everything just seems like great value versions of everything. So I'm kind of not excited at all. And I know they're doing the Suicide Squad game, but I don't... It's a multiplayer kind of thing. It's not like a single quest. I think you can, but um, I don't know why they didn't move on to like Green Arrow or Superman or take your pick. They kind of I'm, I'm very excited about the super, uh, the Suicide Squad game, though. I'm sure it's great. Uh, I'm just impatient. I kind of wanted something every year, you know. Uh, we have Legends of Laughter figures, which are stand-up comedian figures like Bill Hicks and... Uh, Joan Rivers with like super articulation for some fucking reason. I, yeah, I was trying to figure out like who are these for? Man, I, I wanted to like yeah. these, but they just don't look good. Maybe well, like a Super Seven style figure. Well, that's the thing. It's like okay, I can see these as reaction figures. I can see these as like super detailed, more statue style figures. But these are kind of in between, like minimal detail articulation like who who is buying these do you need joan rivers to do spider-man poses that's i I don't get it yeah uh, i mean Um, i'm sure there's somebody but i'm not it is there a stand-up comedian that you'd have to buy his fucking action figure um i mean technically i did who because bill burr (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah um i don't know like, i can't i can't think of one that i would just i would have to now i, I okay if it was i think you got gallagher i was gonna say if, if, <laughs> if we're going reaction style i could see yes a gallagher i could see uh carlin like circa dogma era carlin um but again, they would have to be like reaction figures that I could play alongside with my Star Wars characters. Like, would you buy Weird Al? Yeah. Like, but I would count him as a comedian. He's Weird Al. Right. Yeah. He's like a pop icon. Um, and he's had a few figures, actually. He has. Like, yeah. NECA's done several. Uh, Funko has. But I can't think of like, oh, my God, they're making Bobcat Goldthwait. I have to have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, if they did do a Bobcat with, like, an, a sound feature, maybe. Yeah, but they won't. If it was just, ah, that weird, like, growly thing he does. I mean, I'd rather have Zed from Police Academy. 
you'd have to keep saying that didn't hurt until eventually you push the button one too many times and he says that hurt. <laughs> or, or sweet Chuck. Um, <laughs> okay, but yeah, it just it seems very odd. Uh, there is a She-Hulk Marvel Legend who is the last figure in the Moon Knight Build-A-Figure wave. Uh, have you guys watched She-Hulk yet? Not yet. You're missing out. Yeah, I've it's, only seen the first episode so far. Really fucking good. Um, I like it more than Moon Knight. It might be my favorite of the Marvel shows. Well, now they're following the Dan Slott uh, She-Hulk, right? I've never read the comics, so oh, it's, okay. It breaks the third wall. It's very tongue-in-cheek. Um, okay. It's not, it's probably his run because he he like he did a really hilarious run with She-Hulk. It's not like Deadpool level of like looking at the camera and winking. It's more like cutaways to explain the plot. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's delving into all of like the zealous corners of the Marvel universe. Yep. Okay. For that comedic effect, right. and it's it's really fucking funny. Um, we've got Beastie Boys sabotage Super Seven figures from Reaction that look pretty damn cool i might be getting them because i just love that look from the music video with the fake mustaches and the the aviator glasses uh there is a marvel legends retro ghost rider that kind of looks like series two exploding ghost rider that was like classic ghost rider but it's in black it's cool it's sort of an amalgam it's not 90s ghost rider like johnny blaze ghost rider with the big spike gauntlets which is i was hoping for um See, I'm, I'm really liking this one <laughs> it's cool if you didn't get the motorcycle that came out originally this mm. one's really sweet um and i'm guessing it's is it johnny blaze or i think i think so danny danny kitsch or whatever i don't know it's got the burning human head and burning hands which i'm it's kind of tempting me to get it um but this would be the third use of that body they showed off a starting lineup basketball hoop set where you can post figures playing basketball. But the joke being you could have like Spider-Man and Venom, Warner Herzog and Darth Vader. Because it's just if they have a waist, they can clip onto this base and play basketball, which is pretty fucking awesome. So I might begin it just for yeah. like posability. Yeah, that's tempting. There are even more long box heroes coming out. Let me bring up the link and show you guys the rest of them. There is Barry from the Tick, who is like the other Tick. Tick. Yeah, that's the one that's really tempting me. Yeah, there's like another Tick with a tie. Uh, Black and white newsreel Rocketeer figures, which is just pre-existing characters in black and white, I think. He fights Nazis. It looks cool, but it's like they're really trying to get their money out of these uh, this tooling. Uh, I think that is it for new stuff. I'm surprised they haven't showed off Mucus Tick, which would be another easy one for them to do. Oh, hold on. Nightmaster's coming in. <laughs> Hello? Oh, okay. What are you doing? All right. My daughters came in and took tape and scissors. Who knows what's happening? Several madmans. Uh, I, I don't know. I still have to read the comics before I, I jump on these, but it's like at this point, it's like a three hundred dollar black hole in your wallet for these figures. Yeah, I'm still not sure. They come out next year. See, there there's some that I really like, and but the majority, I'm just like, eh, I don't really care. 
The goon got- is top of the list for me. Same. Uh, followed by the tick and the rocketeer. Yep. The rest I, I am not sure about. Madman I would also like. Yeah. I do like Madman. Um and some are exclusive to if you have to buy the set to get da, 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 who do you get? Airboy. I have no idea who Airboy is, but he's an indie comic character. You have to buy all ten of them or whatever. I don't know. I appreciate what they're doing, but man, the the marketing on this is pretty fucking crazy. Especially for somebody who's like a completist like me. Um we have did you see the Tiamat statue, Mike? Oh, it's coming I out from Pop Culture Collectibles. Oh, it's gorgeous. That thing. If, for those who don't know, the Tiamat is the biggest and the baddest in Dungeons & Dragons lore. It's like a seven-headed dragon. It's the queen of all dragons and is considered a god in Dungeons & Dragons lore. Um, you don't want to cross it. It will fuck you up. And definitely not something I can afford uh, or have space for. However, I might end up getting the Tiamat plushie figure that is, is out. <laughs> it's ridiculously adorable and also affordable. So he might come to live at my house. I'm just happy that like Hasbro didn't do some sort of Tiamat Kickstarter HasLab nightmare. Yeah, uh, that would have been brutal. Grizzlor and Wondar are going to be made-to-order pre-orders. Wondar is coming back. Um, but Grizzlor, this is good and bad. They promised you could find it at retail, but the reality is you may not find it at retail. So then you'd be stuck getting it online. So you might as well just go right to Mattel yeah. and order it made-to-order, um, which is fair, I think. Uh, I think I'm going to get two. I don't know about you guys. Um, I mean, I'll probably just get the one, but I'm, I definitely want uh, both him and um, what, what the hell was the other guy's name? Uh, not not well, I want one as well. But what was the other guy that they? Oh, the the gold Viking that's like He Man's long lost college. Yeah, roommate. I would have yeah. I would have loved that figure. Coldar. Yeah, Goldar is that his name? Coldar with the K. Yeah. Oh, Coldar. Okay. Coldar, cold, whatever. Um, they're cool. I kind of. Maybe wish that I, I jumped on these to begin with, but there's always going to be that one that you miss. Um, I'm kind of in my mind thinking that, like, I'll get Grizzlor and then I'll put rainbow fur on him and make <laughs> how creepy head Grizzlor, but I don't know. I mean, that would be pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, it would. <clears throat> if not, that Grizzlor, a classic vintage Grizzlor, might be a little easier to do. Um, less articulation, but it's just because I have to. Uh, and last but not least, they made Pluto the gigantic sludge Godzilla monster from Toxic Crusaders from Josh. Help me out. Toxic Crusaders. Oh, uh, uh, who made it? Uh, Justin Ishmael. Justin Ishmael. Let's see if he's still up for order. Justin, not Bieber. <laughs> Justin Ishmael. Yep, Pluto made to order still up, 150 bucks. Uh, I jumped on it. Don't have the money. And really, all things considered, that's not a bad price for uh, a big vinyl toy that you never thought would be produced. Yeah. With articulation, it's 11 inches high, nine inches wide. I say they don't have the money, but I actually have the money, so I'm just gonna splurge and get it. It looks badass. It's cool. Its mouth opens and closes. It's based on the mold. I mean, like, they took the original mold of Paluto. 
So it's pretty damn sweet, if you ask me. It looks awesome. Like, <laughs> I'll give it that. It looks amazing. It's a nice discussion piece. I bought stuff from Justin Ishmael before, and um, it's all high quality stuff. I've got his Gate Minion. I want his uh, Tarman Shofubi, but it's 60 bucks. I can't justify it. And he's got the Deadly Spawn vinyl figures, which I think are also really cool. Yeah, I, wa- I wanted to get one of those Deadly Spawn, but I like those. Correct me if I'm wrong, those sold out pretty quick, right? It's back. He made oh, more. it is? Yeah, it's on sale for 115 bucks. Oof. It's still, yeah, it's like, eh. I like it, but, eh. I don't know if I like $115 like it. I like it $40. Yeah. Yeah. I like it like I'll buy the unpainted like it and paint it myself, maybe. I forgot he also did that Billy Bob uh, figure from, oh, freaking Showbiz. That that thing terrifies me. Yeah. Showbiz Pizza. Well, actually, he's got, if you don't want the two-pack of the smaller Deadly Spawn, you can get the bigger Penis Monster one for $85. Oh Which yeah, again, eh. looking at that right now. Oh, he did the Pugaloo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Justin Ishmael, he's pretty awesome. Indeed. Uh, so that is it for the news, guys. You're not in the club yet. You want to try it? More questions? Indeed. Oh yeah. All right, buckle up, Mike. This one is for you, Josh. You can chime in. Mike, there's a barrel in your basement. Uh-oh. There's a telephone number on that barrel. Do you want to dial that telephone number? That telephone number is clearly from the Army. You don't want the Army involved. <laughs> Just tape up the side, call Bert. He'll take care of it. Exactly. Also, they'll nuke your town. As I say, you know what the Army would do to my reputation? <laughs> Oh, I've watched that movie far too many times. Would you slap the side of it? Oh, that would be tempting. (laughs) But uh, I'm going to leave Tarman asleep. Would you eat french fries off of it? Well, yeah. So you would do like the Joe Dirt and you would put like the ketchup on the lid and just like, yum, yum, yum. Yep. (laughs) Use the entire roll of paper towels to just wipe off the the glass. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I never got that either. That always bugs me. I'm like, why did he pick up the entire roll and use it as a rag? I don't get it. Because he was dying? I don't know. Josh. Yes. Bigfoot. Friend or foe? Friend. Mike? I'm going to go with friend. That's right. Bigfoot's your friend. If you're lost in the woods, give him a little reach around, a little... uh, Little HJ, he'll help you find your way home. And a lot of Bigfoot. people don't know this about Bigfoot, but he actually is blurry. So those photographs weren't blurry. He actually is blurry. He's low res. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah like Bigfoot. you don't. Yeah, you don't need glasses. That's just him. Mm-hmm. He comes from a simpler time. Indeed. You know, a time before photographs and telescoping lenses. He actually is just. You can't comprehend him. He exists on a different spectrum wavelength. Having said that, if you want to like ride his shoulders and go to Taco Bell, do all kinds of fun things. Take him home, 
let him use your shower. Lots of fun <laughs> things you can do with Bigfoot. If it's a lady Bigfoot, I'm not saying that you're justified leaving your wife, but if there ever was a reason for adultery, it's lady Bigfoot. <laughs> um, nobody's going to fault you. You know, you go to divorce court and they're like, why are you guys getting divorced again? Your wife can be like, well, he met Lady Bigfoot. And you'd be like, well, good for you. I would, too. I feel like you just found the episode title. Lots of fun things you can do with Lady Bigfoot. There's so many possible episode titles this week. (laughs) Fun with Lady (laughs) Bigfoot. I think Lady Bigfoot's like a turn off the lights in the cave kind of thing. No, she's totally a keep the lights on kind of gal. What if Lady Bigfoot is stunning? It's regular Bigfoot that's hideous. I mean, that's kind of how I'm picturing it. Yeah, You meet Guy Bigfoot and you're like, Jesus Christ, it's like... It's comic book rules. It's, you know, set. it's like Chewbacca with mange. And you're like, ugh! (laughs) Then you meet Lady Bigfoot and it's like, whoa, look, it's... I'm not going to say any names because my wife listens to this episode. She'll break my legs and never let me forget it. Random, <laughs> attractive woman. You know what I mean? Oh, look, it's my wife, the most beautiful woman on the planet. Yes. Pat myself on the back for that save. Um. <laughs> but no, it's total comic book rules. You have, you know, the the guy is big, burly, and scary looking, and then the, the lady is just like a giant sex symbol. Uh, what's that species in Star Wars? Where all the women are like, they go out of their way to make them sex symbols. And the guys are like working for Jabba the Hutt with the head tentacles. Twi'lek or whatever they're called. Yeah, Twi'leks. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, if and when we see Lady Predator, you know, it's going to be ridiculous. She's not going to be hideous. They're going to like go out of their way to be like, how you doing? (laughs) I may have uh, mandibles and a vagina mouth on my face, but look at these boobies. I was just going to say, is there more mandibles on the Lady Predator? I would assume so. (laughs) I'm honestly surprised we haven't gotten to that point yet in the Predator franchise. I feel like that's the next logical step is a Lady Predator. Oh, I thought you meant Predator porn. (laughs) (laughs) No, Rule 34, I'm sure it exists. Is there jizz neon green? Yes. Don't ask me how I know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but well, then by that logic, alien jizz must burn like acid. Yes. Absolutely. Don't ask me how I know. Like, does Predator set that risk countdown and then blow a load on your chest? He's he's racing the clock. <laughs> beep, beep, and then and then. Because he had There's so many questions. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so we we literally just created a section of the internet for Rule Thirty Four. Oh no! <laughs> I'm I'm sure there's two idiots that dressed up as alien and predator and then fucked. <laughs> it happened. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> With the authority you said that with, it was very funny. <laughs> like, you're like I'm sure this has happened. <laughs> so, like, the question you have to ask yourself is, is it gay or straight? And the closet, yes. the costumes. Hmm. I'm so not going to look it up to find out. 
I'm not saying that I've watched parodies like this or anything, but you know, sometimes they like they take a performer and just body paint them, and it looks weird. And I can imagine just like a big domed head on one of them, <laughs> and a predator mask on the other with some fishnets, and they're like, "Yay, look, aliens versus predator!" Now have sex. <laughs> just yeah, just that, say it. that tracks. I mean. I, I have unfortunately seen pterodactyl porn. This is the the thing I use to constantly prove Rule Thirty Four exists. Because um, yeah, there is pterodactyl porn, and it's fucking hilarious. But it's just bad rubber masks and body paint. Not, so oh, I'll see your pterodactyl porn, and I will raise you ET porn. Sadly, yes, I know that exists as well. <laughs> I will see your ET porn, and I will raise you the monsters. That I didn't know, but it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I will see you the monsters, and I will raise you Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, now that's just fucked. <laughs> Texas Dildo Masquerade. You know what I say to that? Holiday Road. <laughs> Holiday Road. Um, and because oh, I wouldn't do a, a coffee podcast, I would be amiss if I didn't mention Everett Penis Hands, which is the ah, pinnacle. Yes. That is the Mount, all four are Mount Rushmore of porn parodies. It's just Everett Penis Hands, Everett Penis Hands, Everett Penis Hands, and Everett Penis Hands. You don't get better yes. than a guy with dicks for hands. That's true. Um, great segue because guess where I went yesterday, guys? A dick hand? I was the... <laughs> somewhere with dick hands? <laughs> yeah. I went to the National Museum of Play. Do you guys oh, know you got some play? Did you play with dick hands? I went to the dick hand wing of the National Museum of Play. <laughs> Actually, the National Museum of Play is a well-known or little-known museum in Rochester that is the National Toy Museum. Yep. And yep. it's constantly expanding. Like, it's under perpetual construction. Every time I go... There's more and more awesome shit that they cram in there. Its main focus is for kids to interact and have fun. But once you go upstairs, you have the actual museum, and they have just showcases of amazing toys. Um, on display when I was there was a mint-on-card Sunman, original mint-on-card Sunman. Oh, oh, damn. Um, buried in there somewhere, they have a yak face. Um the thing with the action figure part of it is it's very unorganized and you can tell that they gave the job of somebody to get star Wars figures just went to the store. They didn't go on like, they didn't get the proper vintage toys that if you had a proper person would get those, Mm. you know what I mean? So other things featured there is an arcade, a pinball arcade, a gigantic wing devoted just to video games. So they have each year they have like video game hall of fame, like they nominated Doom this year. So mm. there's a big setup to Doom, which is like fucking awesome. Um But as I was there, I couldn't help but thinking, like, why don't they have a wall just with the complete original vintage set of Ninja Turtles? Oh, I would love You know that. what I mean? Like, I would love to go and just see a showcase of these are the original Counter Star Wars. Mm. You know, these are prototypes that we got from Kenner. This is the missile firing Boba Fett. It belongs in the fucking museum. Right. Like, 
No joke. I have had a fantasy movie in my head of a guy breaking into an abandoned Kenner plant to get a missile firing Boba Fett. And instead of a minecart chase, it's a shopping cart chase. <laughs> I would watch that. So to get it from a guy who wants to sell the toy show to put it in a museum, because I feel like it belongs. Um, what would you guys want in the Great American Action Figure Museum? National Action Figure Museum. It's on an island. I don't care. I would definitely want a lot of prototype toys. Um, yeah. The, the one that immediately springs to mind is the prototype dragon for Skeleton Warriors Wave 2. Yeah. That, I mean, that thing was gorgeous. See, yeah. I was I was thinking about the uh, a lot of the uh, Kenner Star Wars prototypes that never came to be because Lucas was like, no, I don't, I don't think so. Stuff like oh, the yeah. Mongo, Mongo Beefhead Tribesman. Yes. Ugh. Man, god damn it. Like, get that on the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Make it real. Well, technically, they did make it real in uh, one of the video games, which even got a figure released of it. Well, you know, like, when we see that Slice, or who who survived Jabba's barge crash? Um, Max Rebo. One, Max Rebo. So I see Max Rebo's alive, and I'm like, yay! I would really lose my shit if Mondo Beef had walked past the screen. <laughs> I think the only thing that would pop me harder would be anybody from the Christmas special. Man, but, if, uh, if someone bearing a striking resemblance to B. Arthur shows up, I'm going to be really happy. Yeah, or Chewbacca's family. Uncle Lumpy. If Uncle Lumpy is in a in a <laughs> porn theater in Mos Eisley <laughs> watching disco chicks, I would just cry. What was what was his son's name? Was it Itchy? Itchy. Yep. So yes, there's dad's name is Lumpy, Lumpy and the mom is Nala. What and she's f- basically a Chewbacca costume with an apron. It's so um, weird. What? You know what? Is there prototypes? I want them in a museum. Like, honestly, if you have a museum the size of the Museum of Play, which is massive, you could literally have one of every action figure oh, within yeah. reason. And it would be just beautiful. The X-Men. Just a whole toy of his wing. You could have Todd McFarlane encased in resin. <laughs> See, I, I have a, a soft spot for for looking at like prototype toys. Um, like right now, I'm actually when when you guys when Josh brought up the Star Wars stuff, I'm looking at them right now. Like that weird AT-AT that had the giant ion cannon on the back of it. Yep. Yeah. Um. Oh, man, these so cool. I'm I'm currently waiting for the my two volumes of the toys that time forgot because I I kickstarted the third one and then they did another run of the first volume that i missed and i uh, kickstarted that as well so i'm currently waiting on those two books and i can't wait to get my hands on them because the second volume was freaking amazing but can you just imagine all of the prototypes that are in some collector's collection like oh, it's yeah. a well-known fact that rick springfield has just like a ridiculous star wars figure collection do you guys know that i did not, I did not. so he, when he's not talking about music with his, like, he's got some pretty gnarly plastic surgery. Um, he's, he started back when he started becoming a musician when Star Wars figures weren't really a thing yet. And he started collecting mint on card Star Wars figures. And he's got, like, the Turkish blue stars. He's got them all encased and graded. He has a safe 
in his house that he can open up and he's just got full of a carded star wars collection he talks about how like he'll trade with other people and it's like its own secret currency for star wars collectors um it's ridiculous that there's just like these closet guys there's steve stansweet um i can't help but think that like god forbid anything happened to me if the museum of play would take it i would just give them my collection yeah you know put it in the museum can you imagine the transformers alone Oh God, man, that would be amazing. It, I mean, just like stuff from Japan, Battle Beasts, mm-hmm. Muscle, um, Godzilla vinyls, Ultraman vinyls. Um, there's so much. It's just never ending. It's ridiculous. Um, would you guys consider Legos? Oh, absolutely. Especially think, like some of the older sets that they don't make anymore. Yeah, there's a lot of exhibits like a uh, part of the this museum that's just made out of legos <laughs> that would be a awesome. lego floor lego chairs the whole thing <laughs> well for that you just want to go to the lego house in billand or that like would you sleep in a lego bed josh no oh, god no <laughs> that would hurt would you shit in a lego toilet no i'd try it just to say that i did <laughs> All those little parts. No. I mean, it would chew my ass up, but try it. <laughs> um, trying to think. Uh, come on. Anything else you guys would like to see? Um, I, Masters Universe alone would be bonkers. I would love Smith to Hell. see an, an entire wing devoted to concept art as well. Oh, yeah. Just, just you know, pages upon pages of concept art. Because that, that's another thing. Like, I think you and I actually discussed this one time. The uh, New Adventures of He-Man. Um, all of the crazy-ass concept art that they released uh, of stuff that we just never got. Like, we got the... There was the Gladiator Arena place that they were going to do. There was all those new figures that had, like, launching legs and, like, crazy action features. And I mean, it it looked like the line was going to really go in some crazy sci-fi directions before Mattel pulled the plug. So I, I love seeing that kind of stuff as well. I mean, the direction that it was going to go in after New Adventures had like Skeletine, mm-hmm. uh, new versions of like Ram Man, all these great designs that like never got to be because the line petered out. Understandably, I don't think it should have had legs that long. Yeah. Um, it was cool. It, it was really cool. Yeah, control art. Just, you know, Todd McFarlane in a cage. He'll talk to you and just say <laughs> random, confusing things. Like, He'll tell oh, you about yeah. his balls. Look at this Batman. His legs move. Yeah, yeah. Look at it. Like, yeah, I, I own some balls. Look at my balls. That's me. Todd oh, McFarlane. Todd. <laughs> He'll say something vaguely insulting and racist and not realize it because he's your idiotic <laughs> grandpa. You know, he's... <laughs> Oh, that's Todd. He doesn't know any better. He comes from a world without sexual orientation and racism and (laughs) women's rights. He just knows action figures. Have you guys ever seen the videos of... It was a few of the image guys. So it was like Todd McFarlane, Rob Liefeld, uh, Jim Lee. I think there's one with Mark Silvestri. Um, But they're drawing with with Stan Lee. So Stan Lee's sitting there and like... 
like Todd is starting a drawing and then like, you know, another one's putting inks down and, you know, they're all like kind of sketching together while Stanley is just kind of vaguely insulting them. It's fucking hilarious. Like he's just like, he was complaining. He like threw, threw a little bit of shade at Rob Liefeld because he was drawing this character. He's like, Oh, I noticed his feet are behind that uh, rubble. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking hilarious. They, they pop up on, uh, on, TikTok every once in a while, and I always crack up when I see him. If anybody is going to insult you, you have to take it. It's Stanley. Oh God, yeah. No, it's, it's <laughs> you just yeah. At that point, it's almost a badge of honor. Like if he's gonna call you a turd, just sit there, take it. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. <laughs> oh man. Good. I times. have a friend that. Do you guys have friends that come to you and say, like, I want to watch a horror movie. Do you have any recommendations? Oh, all the fucking time. And it's and... like, I'm glad to help. But you really got to narrow it down for me. Yep. Because I've seen thousands of horror movies. I can't just pick one out of thin air and be like, you are this. You want this. Right. You want none well, of the creeps. It's, it's also, it's never just, hey, I want to watch a horror movie. It's, hey, I want to watch something that's super scary. Can you recommend something that's scary? It's like, no, dude, fear is subjective. The things that I'm going to find terrifying, someone else might laugh at. You know, so, also, like, I'm not scared of anything because I've seen so many damn horror movies. So my threshold is going to make you commit suicide. <laughs> See, I still even with all the horror movies I've seen, I still have certain things that give me the creeps. Um but it's like, yeah, I mean, obviously there's no horror movie that I can think of that I can't watch and immediately go right to bed. You know, like I'm not going to be scared afterward. I might be scared in the moment of like, oh, that's creepy, but then I'm fine. <laughs> you know, there's only there's only been a few instances in my adult life where I've watched a horror movie and was still a little creeped out afterward. Give me some examples. OK, this is really friggin stupid, but Night of the Scarecrow. That's, um, that holds up. It's the scene where, like, with the weird, like, night vision scarecrow monster at the end. <laughs> okay. I completely forgot that thing was in there. And I'm watching the movie going, I don't remember why this this freaked me out. And then it got to that scene, and I was like, okay, that's fucking creepy looking. So after watching that, I was a little spooked. Tourist Trap is another one. Love the movie, but I get those fucking mannequins with a drop-down jaw stuck in my head, and I can't stop thinking about them. Um, and then, the, believe it or not, this is kind of funny, but the first part of the It remake, and it was specifically the way Pennywise moves in this one scene. When uh, Bill goes down in the basement, and he sees Georgie, and then Pennywise rises up out of the water and rushes him, and when Bill runs up the stairs and Pennywise snaps his jaws, like just missing his ankles, and then it kind of slithers back into the water with his eyes going all buggy, the movement just gave me the willies. And I was like, ah. And then every time I went down to my basement after that, I would I would have that urge to run up the stairs. <laughs> so, but yeah, those are those are a few that kind of gave me the willies after I was done watching it. I think uh, the last thing that really got to me was the TV show from. Um, I still need to watch that. Because it. Plays on 
something that's always scared me. It scares a lot of people. The little boy in the window in Salem's lot. <laughs> who comes in reverse. Yeah. They do that shit. And it's still fucking unnerving. Yep. Um, Barlow actually still scares the shit out of me from Salem's lot. I don't I don't like Barlow at all. He yeah, well, me out. I don't like Rugger Hauer Barlow, like non-verbal Barlow, but that's not in the book. Mm. But I don't hold the book in high regard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, the Ghost Hands in Blair Witch Project, I still have yet to get through that scene without being like, Ugh. Um <laughs> And anything that's like torture porn. Yeah. Well, that, like, that kind gonna, of stuff just bothers me. I'm going to cut your toe off with these tin snips. Like, no, nah, I don't need to see that. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, that uh, fucking scene in the remake of House of Wax where he snips off the girl's finger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that fucking freaks me out every time. Uh, God, I'm trying to think of now that, that it's on the topic. Jesus, no, I wasn't prepared for this at all. Anyways, uh, <laughs> did you guys like the new season of Masters Universe? I loved it. Yes. Uh, did you guys like it more than the second season? Um... I got, you know, I, I like, I, I like them all equally. Yeah. I was going to say, I can't really put one above the other. I've, I've enjoyed each for various reasons. I will say in season two, there were a lot more laughs. Like there was a lot of things that I, I cackled at. Um, but I, I still really enjoyed season three a lot. Um, you know, what you sacrifice and laughs, you get back with original Orko merman oh if you haven't watched the season turn off the podcast spoiler <laughs> alert uh but you know we've mentioned this i felt a little let down that there wasn't any speaking roles for the snake men but they looked awesome so yeah. it's sort of like i thought going into it that they were the big bad like the story yeah. arc and they weren't i still think king hiss is going to get resurrected I think we're, we're going into Hordak territory with the next season, so it'll be all about Hordak. But we already laid the groundwork for the Snake Men and how they tie into Havoc. I think eventually, I don't know if it's going to be like Hordak's end goal or like something's going to happen. He's going to resurrect King Hiss. And I think then we're going to get the proper Snake Men generals and we'll have the, the speaking role characters. Man, I hope so. That'd be awesome. I'm I'm really hoping because I, I you know they they need to be more than just fodder. Yeah. And like, how many seasons do they have planned? Right. Like, do they have like? Yeah, I mean, gonna... it is clear they've got something more coming. Well, oh, absolutely. But like, how far are they going to go with it before they're like, you know what? There's no more good stories to tell. We're tapping out. Like Ninja Turtles, I think kind of went out on a high. Yeah. Well, Ninja Turtles, they even said uh, from the from the get go, they only had. Um, was it five seasons planned five or six? I can't remember. Um, yeah. I know they cut a few episodes from the original plan uh, to end it a little bit sooner than, than they initially anticipated, but they told all the main story beats that they set out to tell. So like, I was completely happy with what we got. Oh God. Yeah. yeah no, that same. That Ninja Turtles is, is by far one of my favorite cartoons of all time. And this this Masters of the Universe show is really shaping up to be the same. Like, I freaking love this show. 
Um, like I said to you, Mike, when we, when we were hanging out, like, I really do feel like it's the master's equivalent of that Ninja Turtles where it's like, it's respecting all eras of, of Motu while giving us a brand new thing that is aimed at kids. And hopefully, you know, some kids will actually enjoy the product as much as the rest of us are. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, it's great. I, all my complaints are minor nitpicks. Like, there's clearly episodes that they're selling toys. I would like a little more effort other than, like, a new colored shirt. Yeah. Like, He-Man goes bad. I'm thinking, like, not just darker pants for He-Man. I'm thinking, like, make him blue. Yeah, I don't understand you know? why they didn't make him green. Like, that was the perfect excuse to, to do, like, the slime, slime pit, pit version He-Man, yes. He-Man. Yeah, like, I don't get why they didn't do that. Well, I hope that that's for Hordak. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get that we have established that slime is havoc. Mm. Like, that's, I get it, that's cool. But give me the slime pit, and I will be a happy, happy, happy man. A proper so, slime pit, you know? As of right now, the, the figures that I desperately want that they have not announced is I want a Webster figure, <laughs> like, now. I freaking love that character. And then I definitely want some snake men like these versions of the snake men. Yeah. I think Webster and Gary. (laughs) Yeah. We, we need Gary. Yeah. Uh, even though I'm not sure if Bobcat voices, every appearance of Gary, I just like that. They took the fright fighter or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. This pretty obscure masters universe vehicle and made it a giant bug voiced by Bobcat Goldfoot. You know, what's funny about that that actual toy is I never knew that that was a masters of the universe toy when I was a kid. Um, cause I, I don't remember ever seeing it in stores, but my neighbor had it and he didn't know what toy line it belonged to. Like, I guess his aunt got it for him or something like that. And I used to play with it all the time when I was over his house, but I never knew that it was a master's toy. I just thought, I always cool thought it toy. was a sector's toy. Yeah. I just um, thought it was some weird generic bug helicopter thing. I had it. I had a lot of that like late He-Man stuff before it went into new adventures. Um, and I was a kid. It was just like another vehicle for me to play with. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, and I loved it either way. Uh, but this season I think is really good, even though it follows a lot of the plot beats of that first um, revelation season with Tila bonding with the sorceress Skeletor yeah. becoming Skeletor, Skelegod. You know, I would absolutely love. Uh, I know Josh, you mentioned this, but like a large scale Skelegod figure, um, like the 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 big big one that we got, like the Castle Grayskull Skelegod. Yeah. Um, imagine like in humanoid size, like Rotocast type Skelegod like that. Yes. Or even I, I'll take 12 be beyond inches. amazing. Oh, I, I, I seriously g- give me like a, a big 16 inch vinyl type figure. I would love it. Would you take a 12 inch figure? Yeah. I mean, but yeah. I would, I would definitely prefer it to be the humanoid like, size. Yeah. Towering yeah. over the figures. Um, yeah, that would just be fantastic. Also, I really want Webster and his little uh, minions to make a giant spider. Like, yeah. make a giant mechanical spider and have them charge into battle. Just Webstore and then repaint Webstore in red. Mm-hmm. Like, go ahead. 
It's totally cool. Just do it. Give us a three pack. I will a web store yep. and like Dave's store and Kevin's store. <laughs> I will absolutely army build. Or just name them after characters from Webster. <laughs> which I don't know any characters other than Webster from Webster. Um <laughs> but just do it. <laughs> uh yeah. It was great, and I chewed through it in like a day. And it sucks now that I gotta wait. I'm guessing until the winter. I'm guessing for season four. Yeah. If they're going by the, their formula of every six months, we get like another eight to ten episodes. Uh, but don't stop. Just give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, and do an episode where they have all of the different versions of He-Man in one episode, like they did with the Ninja Turtles. Uh. You know what? Give me Thundercats versus He-Man. Just go fucking crazy. Just go and go and go until there's nothing left to do. Yeah. Uh, because I am 40 years old and they beat this into me when I was a child. As they <laughs> like to say in my squishy little head that I needed to watch this. <laughs> um, but it's awesome. It also makes me really miss the Ninja Turtles because good God, that was such an amazing show. Yeah, it really yeah, was. It really was. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up with one last Creepy Scout quiz. You guys aren't over the hump yet. I have four questions. Already? If you guys can answer them and you get over, like, 75%, I'll let you in the club. If not, it's if not, it's just me and my imaginary friends. All right? <laughs> First Name question. Up. Is cannibalism okay? I don't see why not. I mean, I guess it depends on who's being cannibalized. Well, really, there's only one person cannibalism is okay for. Right, Josh? <laughs> I, I, I cannot be eaten. No, no, I am poison. <laughs> it, it also depends on if you have the right seasoning on hand. You know, he's from Texas, a nice slow smoke. He's already smoked. As it is, you know, but like he'd be like a nice brisket. He's nice and stringy, but like ribs. The meat would just come right off the bone. And we keep what a skeleton meat? around. It's like a novelty, you know? <laughs> it'd be like nubbins in Texas Chainsaw 2. I mean, you know, I haven't had much of an appetite, but I am getting hungry now. I am. You know, Josh's cats think this every night while he's sleeping. Like, what would we do if we were locked in the house? We would eat Josh. Ruth, she's cool. But Josh, he's dead, man. Right, Josh? <laughs> I, I guess. I just threw that in there to fuck with you. <laughs> really, to answer the question, cannibalism is only okay if you're uh, playing crashes in the Andes. Or if the person who you're with is like, you're totally eating me. It's totally cool. Here's my foot. Then go ahead and make some tacos out of it. Oh, God, but the infamous foot tacos. Here at uh, Creepy Scouts, we don't shy away from cannibalism as long as it's consensual. Or if you're eating yourself, you know, parts of you that grow back, go for it. Why not? Okay, guys, here is your next question. Using only what you have in your person currently, how would you kill a werewolf? Oh, no. <laughs> I would die. Um, I would die. <laughs> considering I have nothing on my person. I'm currently in a pair of boxer shorts, and I have a blanket on my lap. Um... Yeah, I mean, I 
guess I could try to go full Princess Leia and choke him with the microphone cord. <laughs> okay, Josh. Uh, yeah. I yeah, I I have a, a t-shirt and pajama pants on. Um uh, I I I I guess I would flee and die. <laughs> Like, I have no, I have no hope. Can a werewolf choke to death? <laughs> well, I mean, that would just incapacitate him. Then I would skull fuck him. So, like, get behind him, get the microphone cord on him, and then kill him with severe brain damage via his eyeball and your dick. Yes. 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 <laughs> you know what? A, a plus for effort. Josh. Are you hoping that the werewolf chokes on part of you and you don't die? No, no, I would accept my fate. You would just be like, fuck if, it. If there were a werewolf coming after me and it was just like me, no shoes, t-shirt, pajama pants, no, I would just accept it. Would like Vincent or Dr. Mew or Leia come to your rescue? Or no, they, they would probably be in hiding. And meow a lot? No, they'd be in hiding. Okay. I think I, I would... Uh, Try to stall the werewolf as much as I can could until it's not a full moon anymore. It's like the morning, and then just kill the dude. <laughs> just ask him random math questions to distract him. I'm like, look, I know you want to kill me. Can you just help me program my cable box quick? Like, I know I'm gonna die, but I told my daughter I'd record bubble guppies. Can you just, you know, like four <laughs> or five hours later, and then you know the sun rises and he's a regular guy. Then I kill him. Then I give him the old Kermit the Frog and choke him and be like, shh. <laughs> exactly because otherwise I'm, I'm i'm a fucking dead man or i would you know run and go somewhere more entertaining for him and hope he doesn't kill me also just a side note josh when you said that you would just accept your fate for whatever reason i heard in my head i will become werewolf poo <laughs> <laughs> in, in that exact voice <laughs> uh yeah yeah i mean uh but hey, it'd be a fun guessing game as to whether or not I would be shit out by the wolf or the man. <laughs> you think the oh, man God. every morning takes a dump and he's like, oh, Jesus, what did I do? Just there's shards a, of bone shitting. There's a, a wedding band. You know, he's like, uh-oh. Oh, God. Man, that must shred his pooper. I was just going to say, that has to hurt. Am yeah, I, I would try. Poo or am I wolf poop? Nobody the, knows. You know the annoying orange where they have like the bad face over the orange. Oh god! I'm picturing yeah. your face over a pile of shit. And be like, this is okay. <laughs> I have become poo. This is fine. Be the poo. Be one with the poo. <laughs> so the answer here is you're fucked. Pretty much. Unless or you just or the, have a silver bullet on you. Or the werewolf is fucked because you know in my scenario. Right. Right. So you'd be like, I know you want to eat me, but you ever thought about loving me? You light some candles. You got some Bath and Body Works in there. (laughs) You've seen Wolf Cop, right? (laughs) I have have that blanket across my lap. I could just hold it up in front of the fan so it billows. (laughs) I'm picturing a Monster Squad Wolfman bursting in your front door. And there's a trail of rose petals going up into your bathtub. Uh, although right now I could probably just cough in his mouth and kill him. Dude. 
There's your answer. I mean, just say it. I mean, does COVID affect werewolves? Wolfman's about to eat you, and you'd be like, look, buddy, you want COVID? And he'll be like, ah, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, you know, he'll walk out backwards and kind of like try to get the door to go back on the frame that he just burst through. <laughs> <laughs> to go eat a crackhead <laughs> on Military <laughs> Avenue. Oh, my God. But That's me funny. and Josh are fucks. <laughs> uh, I, 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 <laughs> I can really picture uh, Leia just distracting him for seven hours. Like he's about to eat you, and he's like, I'll feed you in a second. Hold on. Meow. Meow. What? All right, guys. Oh, man. This one's, this one's tough. What is the one He-Man toy you should never put in your butt? Oh. Ever. I'm going to go well, with Gore. Josh. Yeah, you know, you know my my instinct... My instinct says Grizzlor, but I know Grizzlor would like that. So, yeah. Uh, um, do you mean figure or just toy in general? Figure. Mike said Spike okay. Ore, which makes complete sense because do you want Spike Ore up your ass? Plus, he's got that extendy trident thing that could just yeah. get stuck. Pierce your colon. I mean, unless you're a power bottom, I don't, I don't know you that well. No. wants to be in your butt. No, you know who you know who I'm gonna go with. Who? Last attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, that I think that's worse than Spike Or because you can lose part of him up there. <laughs> oh, gentle, gentle. Oh fuck. <laughs> He's I lost the that star rod off my pooper. <laughs> he could ignite all that methane and those sparks. <laughs> oh, think, Josh, can I bend you over and just fist handfuls of modulock parts into your caboose and you can fart out a complete modulock, like put together? I'll, I'll accept that challenge. <laughs> I mean, this sounds like a Vegas show begging to happen. (laughs) (laughs) And this is a Vegas show I would go to. Oh, God, I'm thinking about the South Park Randy cock magic. (laughs) Have the little little drummer. Oh, ah. (laughs) That's the beast with a billion bodies coming out of my butt a billion ways. Like, just he, he comes out as the ultimate beast. No one even knew that Multibot was already there. Yeah. <laughs> Put oh, when you put Multibot up there? 1986. <laughs> <laughs> I've been for that for 35 years. Oh shit! You, who's your your assistant? Is it Ruth? Um. No, I'm going to say Bobcat. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm picturing something like a Rockcatch outfit with like tap shoes. Just, just imagine his enthusiasm. Wow, would you look at that? You just shit out another full modulac. This one's got arms on the back of his face. 
I don't know how he did it. There, you aren't even fixed there, but he did it somehow. It's amazing. Did you get the whole Fright Zone hand puppet to come out of your ass and work? Uh, no, that, that is all I would be wearing. For the Fright Zone hack sack. Oh. He has to fight some dragon <laughs> puppet. <laughs> oh, God, that's the funniest visual. <laughs> oh, that's the funniest I set my crotch. It's because it's the fright zone. <laughs> oh. oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, all right, guys, what's the secret handshake? Hmm. It involves the fist of glory. <laughs> I, I feel like it would be that thing that they do in Spaceballs. Oh, God. Yes. What do they do in Spaceballs? That weird, like, up yours maneuver with the little hand wave. Oh, yeah. Hey, Spaceballs one, and they do that, like, with the fist. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That that's That fits. Because is there any more movie more beloved than Spaceballs? For reals. I always make the argument. I brought this up on the show before. Congratulations, by the way, guys. You're in the Creepy Scouts. Woo-hoo. That we Woo-hoo. just have to convince children to join. Um, <laughs> I always argue you can never find a man that doesn't like Predator. Um, you can probably say the same thing about Spaceballs. Who doesn't love Spaceballs? This is true. Like I, I don't know. Maybe like kids today that don't get the jokes, but even then, yogurt is the funniest damn thing in existence. <laughs> Spaceballs, the flamethrower. <laughs> and Spaceballs really, what's it. what's not funny about we ain't found shit? No, that <laughs> good god. Oh my god. <laughs> Spaceballs the, is great. The chestburster. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. I love the soup. This is now. Everything you're seeing now is happening now. Well, what about then? We just passed it. When? <laughs> now. Uh, oh, I need to rewatch that movie. It's been too long. Don't go full pled. <laughs> I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Now we're just quoting stuff. All right, guys. It's time for the end of the show and our most popular segment. If you're a new listener to the show. We have something called the Hall of Fame, where each of us presents a toy. Generally speaking, it is of the monster toy horror variety, but it's not a hard rule. We have been known to stray outside those parameters. And then we let the fans vote on which toy belongs in this imaginary Hall of Fame via Facebook poll. So last week, our winner was the Freddy Squirkin Head. Yep. Let me tell you the other entrance. So if you're listening for the first time, you could be like, oh, okay, I agree. Or I disagree. That's stupid. And I hate the show. But the poll options were, and polling is closed, unfortunately, in our ultimate 80s battle episode. But the one before it, we had the LJNN Advanced Dungeons and Dragons North Lord figure, which got 40, 14% of the vote, followed by Masters Universe Saurod, who only got 28% because he's up my ass. <laughs> and the vintage Freddy Krueger squirt gun, which was a hard vinyl head that you stuck your hand inside of its neck. It was Freddy Krueger's head, and it was a squirt gun. 
So Freddy's head spits water at you. Uh, it's just got nostalgia because if you're an 80s kid, you found it on clearance or at like a five and dime store and everybody had one. Uh, it was one of those things. Are you guys ready for the next round? Oh, absolutely. Yes. So through the rules, I won. I will go first and you guys get to try to beat my pick. Are you ready? Yep. My pick for this year comes from 1989's Batman the Movie. I am picking Bob the Goon. No. Uh, 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 how, are, how did we both have a pick from the 1989 Batman movie? <laughs> Synchronicity? I, 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 okay, I have to think now. Um, I'm literally playing with my Bob the Goon figure, which is probably the biggest pegworming toy of all time. Um, up until like a day ago, there was stuff still on the shelf at a Rite Aid somewhere. <laughs> it is one of the guys from Laverne and Shirley as the Joker's number one henchman. He comes with a hat and a knife, and he has a punt-kicking action feature. He also has a suitcase that a lot of people gave to the Clark Kent figure. Um, it's a ridiculous, ridiculous, stupid toy. It probably won't win, but I just felt like it had to be nominated because reasons. Mike, do you have a pick while Josh tries to scramble and find another pick? I do. Um, I'm going to go back to Battle Beasts. I haven't picked one in a while. Son of a bitch. With Triple Threat Snake. Oh, that one. <laughs> He's one of my favorites. You know, while Josh is thinking here, so uh, a very common fact of the show is that I'm always like completing vintage toy lines that I had as a kid. Mm. I will be done with Aliens soon, hopefully. My next goal is superpowers because I only need a few. Um, but then I'm like sniffing around Battle Beasts. Oh, it's such a great line. But it's fucking expensive as hell. And it's huge. It's huge yeah, and it there's really Japanese is. exclusives. Yep. Uh, see, and I'm the kind of completist where it's like, well, I need that one from Japan. See, I could, that would, I, I yeah, no, I, if I'm going to do, a, if I'm going to collect a vintage line, I'm pretty much either going to go after just the ones I had as a kid or like if I can get a good deal on ones I didn't have. Yeah. Like if I found somebody, it's like I have a 90% complete collection of this thing that I had as a kid. I would just be like, okay. Right. I did that with the Swamp Thing toys. I just got lucky and found a whole collection for like $100. Oh, shit. Um, but I'm also looking at like Savage Mondo Blitzers. Other things like that. But Battle Beast, I just think would look so damn cool in a display case. Oh, yeah. Josh, they are great. I I've got one, but I think you guys are gonna you guys are gonna be upset because I think it's gonna sweep it. <laughs> Is it a He-Man pick? It's not. Okay, because those are hard to beat. It is the McDonald's Changeables Chicken Nugget Robot. You fucking asshole. <laughs> Yeah, that's the winner right there. That's the little chicken nugget <laughs> container that opens up into the battle robot. I mean, was there any McDonald's toys that were better than those? No. I mean, those were such good toys. I have a funny story about changeables. You guys want to hear it quick? Sure. So, when those came out, none of them had arms and legs. It was always just legs or just arms. Okay, are you picturing them in your head? Mm -hmm. With the exception of one, the French fries, 
had arms and legs, and I became obsessed with getting that one in particular, and I could not get it. And my neighbor's mother collected them for some crazy reason, and I terrorized her to get her French fry. <laughs> and she never gave it up. That sounds vaguely story. dirty. I terrorized <laughs> her to get her French fry, but she never gave it up. Um, I was like, I'll trade you. I'll mow your lawn. And she was like, no, I think they're cool. Get your own, kid. Uh, because I wanted, in my mind, you can't be a robot without arms and legs. They're all cool. That first assortment in particular, like where they don't turn into dinosaurs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Like the, the burger is awesome. It just doesn't oh, have yeah. legs. And the weird the weird shake from later on that like splits splits it open to reveal the face in the middle. That one's fun too. Oh, I love that one. That one's like a cool Trypticon, like I am the beginning, I am the end. I don't know. <laughs> I picture I, some sort of Star Trek villain. I mean, realistically, the the bot bots that was basically just taking that idea and mass marketing it. Yes, Did it that was. Set ever come out on Amazon? What's that? Uh, it's supposed to in the next couple of months here. That BotBot set. I don't think oh, that, yeah. that show kind of came and went on Netflix. It sucks that that line didn't do better because it really was a fun line. Like, there wasn't a single BotBot that I owned that I thought was garbage. All of them I, I enjoyed. And it was also one of the few toy lines that I got Caleb to play with. Like, he got really heavily into those for a few months. And then, like, I mean, he still likes them. Like, he has a few on his shelf in his room. But they're all, like, the video game-related ones. And um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, he doesn't really care about transforming them back and forth anymore, but I thought they were all fun. Like, I like I, all of them. I think like I don't think this is financially possible, but that is a toy that's perfect for Dollar Tree. Oh, yeah. Um, Anytime I see a bot bot at Dollar Tree, if I got a dollar twenty five in my pocket, I'm buying it. Same. Much much like Final Faction. Um, which they announced a wave of repaints too by the way, not just the slime ones, like the heroes. I think I'm finally going to order a uh, set of the turrets and spiders because I have to order a bunch of frames. And since, you know, the more, more I spend, the less the shipping is, (laughs) you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, eh, you know what? Fuck it. The spiders. I don't care if I have a bunch of them, same thing with the turrets. And then I can kind of take off the missiles on the, the spider turret. And see what it yeah. looks like. It, it's pretty cool. It's got, it's just like a, a peg. Yeah. It comes off very easy. But then you have like the missiles could be like a backpack or something. Um, it's passable. Because I still haven't seen them in my area. Yeah, Mike, all you have to do is ask. Oh, that's, I, yeah, true. But <laughs> I mean, because I will just dump a box of them along with like computer parts for the boy robot. <laughs> um, I call him like Mega Man. I mean, seriously. Astro that's... Boy. He, he really fits with those. Um, you are a very Dr. Light kind of character. <laughs> like, if Caleb beats me in a fight, does he get my powers? Oh, yeah. Does he get, like, explosive diarrhea gun? <laughs> he comes like, brown Mega Man. <laughs> no? Oh, God. Explosive diarrhea Mega Man is a horrifying thought. Inappropriate comments Mega Man. oh shit they'll make your wife mad at you um there's a count creepy head discussion for one of these days what would be the worst power-ups that mega man or kirby could get (laughs) let's do that next week (laughs) well actually 
before we sign out, we won't be on next week because it's a work holiday. It's oh. Labor Day. I'm guessing Mike won't get that off. No, um, I actually volunteered to work it because it's overtime. And unless you've got the, the vid still. Yeah. Um, and Josh doesn't observe time and space like normal people. So maybe he's free, but I have a picnic to go to. So um, I won't be free. And come September, we will be starting back up with Dumpster Fire Theater as Dawn returns from her exodus from Canada. If they'll her back over the border. Uh, I'm not sure if she's going to have any bodies in the trunk or anything like that. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll have new listeners. Remember, new listeners, get a hold of me somehow, some way. Tweet me, throw a rock at my window. Just tell me you're out there, and I'll put your ass in a contest. And if you win, I mail you shit for free, or we will talk about anything you want. If you want us to plug your show and talk about your show that has nothing to do with toys or us being idiots, we'll do it. Indeed. Like, do you have a podcast about crocheting? We'll talk about it. I don't care. So uh, this is Mike saying play with the toys. Don't get COVID. This is Josh saying. Thanks, everybody. We will see you in two weeks. Bye. 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 Creepy.com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C-O-U-N-T-K-R-E-E-P-Y. Ah.